<laughs> Not much. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and get it started. I know you're busy. I got Kyle with me. I got Kyle with me today. Um, I actually had to bring Kyle on because it's obvious by his background for audio listeners <laughs> um, who aren't who aren't listening, who aren't watching. Kyle has how many fucking toys is that in the background? <laughs> oh man, too many to count. I tell you what, over ten thousand. Ten thousand. Over. Man. Over ten thousand, over ten thousand. So I had to Terrible. bring him. I had to bring him on. I actually had. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Maxwell Wrestling Figures. I wanted to uh, take the opportunity to shout them out. Zach and uh, Luke, they are actually toy collectors as well. Um, and part of what I do um, here at the Rolling Pin Podcast, it's not all about wrestlers. It's about people who've been investing so much time, money, and energy into wrestling culture and bringing them on and just further showcasing uh, what they do because it's not lost. You know what I mean? I see it. Yeah. Social media has given me the ability to see it. And uh, I just wanted to meet you, too, because you follow me. So, you know, that's that's who I am. Gary Foods, Rolling Pin Podcast. Um, thank you, man, for jumping on. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. So um, real quick, how did you get to 10,000? Like where in the timeline of your life did this start for you? Because I don't yeah. want to call it an obsession. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is in a way. I mean, there's worse obsessions, that's for sure, but it is. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely an obsession. But uh, I think uh, I was a child of the 80s, like a lot of kids, you know, and the 80s were a magical time. And maybe that's because I was born in the 80s. I I don't know. But I truly still believe it was the best time for not only action figures, but like cartoons and stuff. And, you know, you had Thundercats, He-Man, you had wrestling, of course, G.I. Joe, Transfer, Turtles, exactly. I mean, it's just the golden (laughs) age. And I don't know if, if there's a kid that grew up in the early 2000s, maybe they say the same thing, but I, I would argue that point that the eighties really had the best uh, brands, the best figures, everything. And if you go to a toy aisle right now, everything is basically the eighties toys new. You still got mm-hmm. wrestling. You got GI Joe, you got Marvel, you got DC star. It's, it's timeless properties. So uh, being a kid of the eighties, I started collecting like any kids do. Hey, what do you like? Hey, I like key man. I like wrestling. I'm going to buy those toys. Luckily, my dad was a great supporter of uh, my hobby. He was a collector himself, so he got it, and uh, away it goes from there. And, you know, we all have our spurts where we kind of have to bow out of collecting a little bit. I know when I, uh, I talk about it on my channel, my YouTube channel all the time, about the great purge before I, I went to college. Hey, I don't need these anymore. Moving on. I purged almost all my collection. I actually sold everything, and I bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I mean, I kept my stuff in immaculate condition even as a kid. Wait, you sold you sold enough toys to get a jeep grand cherokee yeah it was two years old but you know still hey yeah that's cool (laughs) and when you're you know when you're 18 years old you're like you know am i really gonna have these toys anymore or do i really want a cool grand cherokee in my case and like that you know i regret that now but at the time it seemed like an amazing decision and people were shocked you sold your childhood toys for a a vehicle yeah i I did (laughs) i regret it now because i think uh obviously i don't have the vehicle anymore but Mm -hmm. those figures from back then all the original gi joe's wrestling stuff like that i mean through Mm -hmm. the roof but then you go through college and I dabbled, you know, I'm, I'm a big ultimate warrior guy, ultimate warrior. That was my childhood. I love the ultimate warrior dug into the warrior. So I, I was always buying ultimate warrior stuff, Terry Funk stuff, Ric Flair stuff. I was kind of picking and choosing, well, get out of college and you know, I'm on the road working, starting my career, all that kind of stuff, traveling a lot of States. Well, you got downtime, you're hitting toy stores. You're sitting, mm-hmm. you're getting itchy for that stuff. And it just snowballed. Now, long story short, it snowballed to this and, you know, as you get older, you start having more income and 
the way it goes. You know, yeah. some people buy, some people take lavish vacations overseas and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, think I know, I know, I'm not the first person who probably reached out to you, but has anybody like from a major tour company reached out to you and commended you for, for like going to this extent? Because I'm pretty sure they should. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I mean, I've had a few uh, ultra back and forth with some people just recently on Instagram. Jeremy Padauer, uh, he gave me a nice shout out, nice. Uh, blurb he's uh mm-hmm. runs a or not aw but jazz wears who makes the aew figures okay he also is responsible for all the jacks figures and jacks classic superstars probably my favorite line of all time uh recently i've completed a jacks ruthless aggression set i don't know if there's anybody else in the world that's as crazy as me or not but i've been working <laughs> on that for multiple years and he gave me a nice shout out about that so that was cool that's what's up so um tell me about your youtube channel so what do you do i mean because part of my platform is to help you promote your platform yeah i'm sure it's associated with toys what do you do on your platform and and like you know tell tell my audience um how you go about that yeah so uh, youtube everybody knows youtube obviously but if you look Mm up kyle peterson there's like two kyle petersons on youtube there's one that's like a survivalist guy that has millions and millions of followers and then there's me with the toy stuff so it's pretty (laughs) easy but kyle peterson 1980 is the channel uh, and I do videos every single day. Uh, I do unboxing videos and not just wrestling. Wrestling is pretty much what I'm kind of known for. I always kind of feel like I've kind of pigeonholed wrestling, but uh, Marvel, you know, McFarlane, I, there's all kinds of stuff. Star Wars. This year I've challenged myself to do a Star Wars unboxing every single day in 2021. Plus another video on top of that. I, I do deep dives of like Jack's class superstars. I've been deep diving every single set going through series by series, showing them, talking about them, kind of saying, Here's what I remember from the hunting of these and when they came out. Uh, so if you like, you know, wrestling figures, Marvel figures, Star Wars figures, uh, you, basically any figure, yeah. we're unboxing it. We're talking about it on the on the channel. Do there. you um do you solely collect or do you look to buy and flip and hold and stuff from like eBay and stuff like that? Do you? Do yeah, not like really. Just um, collect. Yeah, I pretty much just collect. I feel like if you get it to be too much of a business or you're like counting to make some money, even mm-hmm. if it's ten bucks it takes a lot of the fun out of it for me, at least I know others, it doesn't, but, uh, but I do definitely sell. There's times where I say, you know, I don't, I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm going to sell this off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you'll go to eBay or wherever for stuff like that, but I don't buy to resell. Uh, Every once in a while, I will think of things as an investment on my channel. I just had a big one year celebration on my channel video. And on there I showed, Hey, I got the AEW chase figures. Uh, There's that Cody Rhodes, one of 500 and John Mm -hmm. Moxley, one of 500. I got, I look at those. They're more expensive figures, obviously. They're pretty short. Uh, I like those being in my collection, but those are things I look at as a little bit of an investment. I, um, I bought those for under what the Cody goes for now. So, I mean, I could technically flip that and make some money. So, really high dollar stuff. I try to, maybe it's just trying to convince myself that, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. that's an investment. Mm-hmm. Tell my wife, that's an investment. <laughs> that's not just me buying a figure here. But, yeah, so I, um, when I got into aw because i got into aw um a little bit on the later side like when covid kind of hit when i jumped back then um and i know they came out with those toys and i was following the wrestlers who i believe that i thought would be you know superstars who they are superstar john moxley cody rose and whatnot so i was looking to collect what are they what are they called ringside collectibles what are what is yeah ringside collectibles.com use discount code kyle save 10 percent oh so you got a discount code and everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was trying to um I was looking to collect and this might help everybody else out. How do you know which toy my son's coming? How do I how do, how do you know which toy to actually collect and buy and hold? Like what do you look at? Like what are the factors to say, hey, 
even for somebody who wants to flip it long term, similar to sports cars, similar to some of that, what do you look at and say, this is going to be a car that's going to be valuable or this is going to be a toy that's going to be valuable in the next 10 years? It's crazy. It's a crapshoot sometimes. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, like you're talking about AW Jazzwares. I truly mm-hmm. believe that first series, a first series of any to- toy line, I don't care if we're talking, you know, Ghostbusters, Star Wars, wrestling in this case, I always think the first series, that's going to hold value. People want to know where it started. This is where it started at. That's usually a pretty good. It's funny, those AEW Jazzwares, though, that first line is probably their worst looking figures, but it's you. a moment in time. <laughs> I do feel that'll go. And then what you got to look for is, okay, this is the first John Moxley. Yeah, he was Dean Ambrose with Mattel, stuff like that. But this is our first John Moxley figure. Gotcha. Uh, so I think things like that are really good. Um, yeah, anytime there's a new character, you go to Mattel, you go, hey, that first Fiend figure, that probably did pretty good, the first Fiend. Uh, right. Stuff like that. That's, That's kind of what you look for. That's and then gym. and then nostalgia is a crazy thing, and we're seeing it like crazy. And I've talked about it a lot on my channel with covid I mean, you could talk for hours about what COVID has done to collecting, not just sports cards and wrestling, you name it, every figure line, things are through the roof. Uh, And nostalgia is a big thing. And I think it's, it comes to the point where let's say you were a kid in the early nineties or a kid in the eighties, whatever, enough time goes by. And just like me back in, oh, 2010, 10 years ago, that's when I, I was settled. I was out of college, had a job. And I said, you know what? I missed the stuff I sold. I want that back. Mm -hmm. So that's what you got to think. When people start getting money, they start getting, you know, a house and settled. Is that 25, 30 years after it was released? What was popular then will be popular now worth a lot of money. That's kind of how I always assume it to be. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, So another reason why I want to talk to you is because I wanted to zoom specifically in on the Hasbro toys. Um, You know, the Hasbro uh, figures, the wrestling was, I guess what they were like, um, well, I don't know what year that they really were in, but they were they they lasted in the eighties. I don't know if they got to the nineties. It but was you know, yeah, yeah, it was late eighties, like eighty nine. I want to say the first yeah, series yeah. was so they, they through so ninety four or five. So those are color coded, um, and let me grab him real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Hold that, hold that thought. Though. He well. has an appearance on the show. <laughs> Yeah, my bad. Oh, you're good. I know what it's like. I got two kids and, and <laughs> so, two dogs that like to make adventures too. <laughs> so I didn't want to um take up too much of your time, but the Hasbro, right? Yeah. I'm looking to increase the value of my artwork because I do art, as you can tell. Uh-huh. And what I'm doing is I'm putting color codes on the back of my artwork. This is a, a I don't know if you've seen this. This is a Ted DBS. Oh, yeah, there you go. Million dollar canvas. But I'm color coding. I have the red series that I that I had last year. I'm, I'm currently working on the green series, but I'm looking to color code them to increase the value. Do, is the color coding important, I guess, for these type of situations where you are trying to create rarity and nostalgia, or is it just something that, you know, just adds to like the look? I you think it I mean? adds to the look. I mean, it's, you can't say like Hasbro's is weird. I, I wouldn't say green's the most popular color. When people think <laughs> of those old Hasbro's, they think of the old school blue color. Gotcha. Uh, but the green card is the ones that are worth the most. Well, the reason those green cards are worth so much because they went to maybe some stores, most stores didn't get those. I was a diehard collector of those Hasbro's as a younger kid, early teenager. Uh, and those never hit my area. This is before the internet. 
didn't even know those green cards existed until like 96 when I got the internet. And I said, oh, this has got to be a custom. This can't be real. <laughs> well, hey, guess what? They were real. And that's the value of that stuff. But I do like the idea of artwork like you're doing, something like that. Give it a little flavor. Give it something like, hey, this is the green set. This is the orange period. Thank you. I mean, it's no different than like the famous artists out there. Like, here's his blue period. I mean, it's kind of like that kind of Thank stuff you. out Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. I so wasn't that makes aware. sense to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what is your most... Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> so what is your most valuable uh toy in that set that you got like which i know you have one that's like the one that shines golden you know that golden light <laughs> in the mix of the other ones i'll tell you i got two i got two that jump out that are worth a lot and one for sentimental reasons terry funk outside ultimate warrior terry funk's my all-time favorite okay and uh there's a one he's of 100 he's your all-time favorite wrestler or all-time favorite toy that you currently own both both okay yeah terry okay. funk so well terry funk's right there so uh, it's a one of 100 jack's classic superstar toy fair exclusive where he's bloody it's a bloody figure he's got blood mm -hmm. in his shirt it's an amazing figure i love terry funk that's worth a lot of money and it's skyrocketing but my probably the most valuable and i'm not like i said i'm not big into collecting for value but i did buy this one it's kind of that investment i talked about and mm -hmm. it's really came up a lot in the media lately i don't know if you've heard about it but it's the roddy piper it's a one of 100 jazz class superstar but it's from his match at wrestlemania 6 with bad news brown i haven't heard of it but, but... <laughs> that's where he painted himself half black half white kind of blackface which I got you. obviously you're not supposed to do at all wait and was that was that his goal back then like was he doing that to, to be funny back then or what it was like uh for that match i forget his reasoning he did a uh -huh. promo and stuff that like you know we're we're all black we're all white i mean I, it wasn't anything racist but he was you trying know, to create and, some type of equality i'm assuming yeah, yeah, it was more more that line than <laughs> Piper saying, you. "Hey, I'm a, a blatant racist yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff." But yeah, you know yeah. how it is in this uh, new day and age; everything is negative and stuff. And but that figure will never get made again. That's why I picked it up. I said, "There's no chance anybody's going to make that figure ever again." Okay, and I, I like Roddy Piper too. Due but, to the controversy on it, yeah, it's too okay. controversial. No, no company would ever step out there. So that one is skyrocketing in value because. There's only a hundred in the world. How many are actually still out there that weren't opened? And then just the controversy around it, I guess. So I that's probably you. the most valuable I'd have to guess right now. I got you. All right. All right. Um, I don't really have too much more. I was really just fascinated by the collection and I wanted to meet you. Um, yeah. Everybody else out there who's following me, this is what I do. I like to meet followers who are actually doing stuff in the wrestling culture and, um, you know, just putting yeah. that time in, dedicating, dedicating everything they got to, to the craft and, and the hobby. Um, is there anything that you want to get across on my channel to further promote? I know you talked about your YouTube, but is there anything else that you want to talk about as far as, um, you know, your toys and whatnot? Is there anything that you need to Yeah, push? I'd say, I'd say just follow me on uh, YouTube at Kyle Peterson, 1980 on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Hit me up on Twitter at Sir Paul six, four Instagram, the underscore Kyle underscore Peterson. But yeah, follow along. Uh, I document my toy journey. Basically, I do a video every single uh, Saturday. It's called weekly purchases. Here's what I found this week. Here's what I picked up this week. Here's some of the toy news this week that was interesting to me. Maybe it's interesting to you. I kind of pass that on. I do action figure hunt videos as, hey, I'm out in the stores. I'm going to document what we're finding out there and fun yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, everything uh -huh. toys. I'm pretty open. Are all your toys like purchased from, sorry, are all your toys purchased from like the original box or is it like you find them at like garage sale? Do you find them at like supermarkets and like those yeah. hard to reach places? I'm all over the place. I mean, a lot of it's Walmart targets, ringside collectibles, which we talked about big, bad toy store. 
Mm -hmm. uh, they're a great uh, place to buy things. Amazon mm -hmm. nowadays in this world we're in. But mm -hmm. then, yeah, you never know. You hit that off the beaten path toy store. You hit the off the beaten path flea market, stuff like that. I'm all in and wherever I can find toys. I love it. I love uh, going to stores. I love, I love the thrill of the hunt. There's nothing funner. You know, I just found a really rare Shawn Michaels figure that I've been looking at forever. I go to this flea market that never has anything. <laughs> there it is sitting there for a dollar. I mean, I about fell to my knees. Said, Holy cow, a dollar. Are you kidding me? I mean, it was amazing. amazing. So um, I have, a, I have um, a ring, an AW ring. Yeah. I'm, my question is, should I open the ring or should I keep the ring? Close. what ring is it the ring that comes with kenny omega it's or not is that it little... it's not that one oh, it's okay. just the, it's the basic ring but but still should i keep it in hopes that it goes up or should i just like open it and just play with it with, with this guy right here i think you should open it and play with that guy i mean <laughs> maybe one day but you can still find that ring laying around for 20 bucks and stuff like right. that and right. you'll have a lot more enjoyment a lot more memories if you're playing with it with him that's I like for that. sure I like that. All right. So that was Kyle, everybody. Um, I wanted to take the time to bring him on. I hope everybody does follow Kyle and his toy journey. Um, I definitely will continue to follow as you continue to collect these rare, these rare collectibles, man. Thank you so much for uh, yeah, appreciate on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. You have a great day. Um, you too. I'll hit you up later and uh, shoot you the details of this video. Yeah. Video. Awesome. Sounds right. like a plan. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you later. See you.